Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dollar Shave Club is the smarter choice. Get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered to your door. You no longer have to schlep to the store and buy a cheap disposable razor that gives you a cheap disposable shave. When I use my DSC Executive Razor with their Dr. Carver Shave Butter, the blade just gently glides to give me such a smooth shave. You can make the smarter choice by joining the Dollar Shave Club for a limited time. New members get the first month of the Executive Razor with the tube of Dr. Carver's Shave Butter for only $5 with free shipping. After that, razors are just a few bucks a month. The Shave Butter and the razors keep my face smooth, keep me fresh from my big moments, working the sidelines at the big three, all the press I'm doing. Yep. I got the Netflix show coming out, Atypical. Went to the premiere the other night. You think I went there unshaven? No. I gave myself a nice close shave with the fancy fair price Dollar Shave Club razors. After your first month, replacement cartridges automatically ship at the regular price. There's no hidden fees, no commitments. Cancel any time you like. You could get this offer exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash I am Rappaport. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash I am Rappaport. Monetti, I noticed that your bald head looks fantastic today. Why does it look so good? Oh, man. You know, I got them razors, man, and I go against the grain, and I get it to shine because of the razors. dollarshaveclub.com slash I am Rappaport. All right. Always ready, G. Monetti. 2015-2016 podcast co-host of the year. Yep. Front runner for the third in a row. The three-peat. Yep, front runner. Do we got to pay fucking Pat Riley if we say three-peat? I'm not paying him yeah. shit. And after the three-peat, I'm going to relinquish the title. Like, you're done. Yeah, let somebody else win this shit. Retire. Do like Michael. Go to play fucking golf. Or yeah. Go do like a NASCAR podcast. See yeah. if you can win it over there. And then I'll come back home. Get three more. Right. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. <clears throat> My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo. Uh, we're coming live and direct from the Los Angeles Gloom Tomb. 
talking big things. Uh, we're known as the Disco Two. Yep. I'm all a little banged up. Oh, were you? Yeah. <laughs> the Dingo got dinged up. <laughs> I was at Rupp, Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky. I want to give a shout out. Listen, we've talked shit about Calipari. Every single person I came across in Kentucky, the nicest people, really welcoming, friendly, cool as shit. They love their basketball. They love their sports. Huge rapper pack out there. Bunch of people came to the show. Wow. My man James Anders showed up. Oh, from Ohio. Yep. Drove to the game. Wow. Other rapper pack people uh, showed up. I tried to shake hands and, and take pictures with as many people as I can. If I missed anybody, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't on purpose. Lexington was dope. We gave away a bunch of tickets on Twitter. Big three fans. Um, it was cool. Yeah. The games were cool. Crowd was uh, intense. Yo, yeah. at one point, Deshaun Stevenson, Razul Butler, and Kenyon Martin on the other team, Al Harrington and Rashad McCants. Like I was standing on the side of the court, like I'm, I was gonna charge the court, like to to break it up because I know the dudes, right. and I know Cube can't do that because he's the owner, and the commissioner can't do. It, it I, like I went, that. I went to the side of the court, like I was like I was gonna get on that Jeff Van Gundy shit. I, I had a, I had a vision of. Kenyon Martin dragging me around the fucking wow. court and Deshaun Stevenson, like being in the middle of trying to break up a skirmish with Al Harrington, Kenyon Martin, Rashad McCants, um, and Razul Butler. It was like, yeah. I literally was on the side of the court. Like I was like waiting for something to go down, like right. to break it up. Cause you don't want to see that happen. Uh -uh. It didn't happen. They were just competing. They were talking shit. It was very, very Intense. physical. Yeah. Very physical. I, like I said, it's some jail. It's, it's it's reminiscent of jail ball. So it was really good. <laughs> the games were dope, and Lexington was dope. The problem was, G Monetti, our flight to Atlanta. We were going to fly from Kentucky to Atlanta, Atlanta to LA. Right after the games, got canceled. Me, Jimmy Jackson, Katino Mobley, Razul Butler, had to stay up all night and then drive to Ohio. Oh, um, damn. What's a part of Ohio? Columbus. Soon as we crossed the border to get into Columbus, Ohio, I told the driver, I need to pull over, take a piss. Right. right. You know why? Because a dog's got to mark his territory. <laughs> I said, he said, are you serious? Yeah, right here. Dead ass. Pulled the fucking car over. Soon as we crossed the border into Columbus, Ohio, the state of Ohio, let me take a piss. This, oh, this is my fucking house. I, I'm marking my territory. Oh, he's still, he's still on these. In Cleveland Twitter, I, I pissed all over the fucking city. <laughs> Four thirty in the morning, right on the side of the road, like a fucking dog. You, you, you had to do it. I did it. <laughs> Jimmy Jack said, there, "There's a gas station up the road." I said, "I don't want a gas station. I want to piss right there on the side of the street, like a fucking dog." <laughs> So I did that, and the one thing I did was I had the driver. There was a couple of people on Twitter who sent me pictures for, for the ads. You've been seeing the ads for Atypical. Right. New show that I'm in Bill, on Netflix. Billboards. Around. Billboards. Yeah. Somebody showed me the ad in Columbus, Ohio. I told the driver, I said, go to this address, please. <laughs> it was too dark to take the picture, but how fucking good did I feel after... Being there with the broom, being there with the plunger to watch the Cleveland Cavaliers get flushed right through the fucking tunnel system <laughs> and then go see my picture hanging. Yeah, yeah. In the King State. And let them witness. Yeah. Witness. Witness greatness. <laughs> I was in Ohio, it was a couple hours, but that's my fucking house. Yeah, we witnessed it. Speaking of Ohio, Mr. Ohio. Yeah. Charles Oakley. Is banned from the garden for a year. Um, none of the charges have, have, they're all dropped, but he can't go to the garden for a year. And I really thought this through. After the Charles Oakley incident, there's been disparaging comments against Oakley. You know where we stand on it. Mm -hmm. The reason why I segued into it, because he is from Ohio. I've decided, G Monetti. I'm not going to the garden until the Charles Oakley ban is lifted. Oh, for real? Not going. I hear you. Gee, where do we sit when we go to the garden? T -t Tell them. We, we are gifted seats. On the, on the wood. Right on the wood. Right on the wood. I'm a Knicks fan. Emmy Award winning documentary that I made from the bottom of my heart when the garden was eaten. Yeah. Grew up in New York City. 
disgusted with the fucking situation that's going on there. You ban Charles Oakley? No. I ban you, you fuck you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you don't yeah. ban Charles Oakley. I ban you, you fuck you. So I will not be going to the garden for a year until that ban is lifted. That's my personal ban. Okay. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, the franchise can't do that to one of its uh, cornerstones. Oakley is one of the most uh, uh, beloved Knicks without winning a championship. Would Rocky Blyer get bu- uh, banned from uh, uh, would, the Pittsburgh Steelers? Would, yeah, would, Rooney, would, would the Rooney family say, you know what? Mr. Blyer, get the fuck out of here. With, with, with Lyle Alzado, the, the late great Lyle Alzado, with his family, or with Lyle Alzado, during, when he was alive, God bless the dead. Brownsville. One of the, one of the great Jewish athletes of all time. Mm. Would he get banned from going to a Raiders game? By Al Davis' family? Fuck no. no. Nah. Nah. Fuck no. Yo. You think they would ban Big Poppy in Boston? It wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. But somehow, some way, the Knicks have figured out to ban Charles Oakley from a house that he fucking kept the lights on. Yeah. See, his his workmanship, his his dedication to the team, they, that, that that paid for the lighting bill in the yeah. 90s. He's one of the guys. So you don't ban him. I ban you. You fuck you. Yeah. And, and I saw Oak at the games this weekend because mm. <clears throat> we were out Saturday night. There was a fight on. Lomachenko. And for some reason, this struck me. I was talking to Oak. He looked good, 270 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and I said, you know what? This is like a fucking 72 Cadillac that they don't build anymore. This kind of guy, this kind of man, mm-hmm. this kind of athlete, this kind of NBA player, it's done. Yeah, There's no room in the NBA for Charles Oakley's. They don't make them like this anymore. And you know what comes into it? You can't grow up listening to Frank Ocean... <laughs> And turn out like Charles Oakley. Yeah. You can't listen to hip-hop like Little Fuckboy. Yeah. And it, Little Skinny Jean Dick Lick. Yeah. And you're going to turn out like Charles Oakley. It's a different type of person who comes from a different era. That's right. That's true. You're not going to listen to fucking yeah. Charles... You're not going to listen to Frank Ocean and then turn around and be a kind of guy, the kind of fucking man, mm. barrel-chest goon. Yeah. Like Charles Oakley. Nah, you... Yeah. It doesn't work. Nah, you're going to come up different. You got to listen to the Spinners. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Womack. Ohio Players. Otis Redding. Probably fucking Delic. Uh, uh, uh. We could go on. Mandrill. We could go on for days. You got to come up in that, in that 80s. <laughs> yeah. You got to grow up on that shit. That's how you get molded and formed. That BB King. Yeah. That Freddie King. Yeah, you coming up on some... Uh, Imagine you listen to fucking Frank Ocean. What kind yeah. of basketball player are you going to be? You're yeah. going to be a fucking guy who's diving on the floor? Nah. Setting fucking smashing picks? No, you're not going to be the enforcer. Yo, I got to hang out with Rex Chapman. Yo, I, I'm not repeating his stories. Rex Chapman podcast has to happen. He, he's got way the fuck out there NBA stories. Yeah. I was like, he told me some stories. He told me the first, this story I could share. He said, the first time I played against Charles Oakley, it was my first year, his first year. Oak was, it was his last year in Chicago. He said, the first quarter, he, he said, I literally legitimately felt like Charles Oakley didn't like me. You, <laughs> you got the impression if you were not on his team, he didn't like you. Right, right. It wasn't personal. I know it wasn't personal, but you got the impression. That's what he said. He goes, and I never forget, I ran through the lane. He goes, this is when you ran through the lane. You knew you were going to get tapped. He said, I ran through the lane. And Oak just gave me a form to the, to the sternum, right? He pointed to the middle of his chest. He said, two weeks. For two fucking weeks, I wasn't breathing correctly. My first three weeks in the NBA. Damn. And it was just a casual forearm shiver right. from Oakley. It wasn't even like a, like a real one. Right. But we have to get Rex Chapman. He told me some fucking bugged out great NBA stories. Wow, get him. We need him. All right. So a lot of shit has went down. Um, I don't know if you uh, follow me on Twitter. I suggest you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all Michael Rappaport, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of shit goes on in between podcasts. I can't keep up. If yeah. I could podcast 24-7, I'd do it. <laughs> we do it. G Monetti, what what's your Twitter? G Monetti. Spell it. Gerald Moody, 1560-1560. You should be following G Monetti as well. Yeah, Instagram, G Monetti. So Lena Dunham, you fucking nutcase. The 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 lying but the soapbox liar. Yes. You may or may not heard. Allegedly she made up some stuff about 
being at an airport. She was tweeting all night. And it was this and that was going on at the airport. And, and she was just baffled by the treatment, the things that she was saying. And then out of nowhere, of course it's her. She said she heard two American Airlines employees making transphobic, transgender um, comments against the transgender community. And she wanted to tweet about it. Mm -hmm. And not only did she want to tweet about it, she wanted to tweet it to American Airlines to complain. Right. You're such a freedom fighter, Lena Dunham. Why didn't you just go, ladies, why are you saying that? Or maybe it was guys. You're such a freedom fighter. You you talk so big. Right. You could have done it in a non-confrontational way. Right. Yeah, you you she's like the freedom fighter for for everybody. But she didn't say anything. You had your chance to right. confront them. Right. You're right behind them. But uh prayer that this didn't happen. <laughs> and then and then push came to shove and American Airlines kind of checked where she said she was. And this that and the other. And they're saying that based on what you're telling us there was no American Airlines uh, employees in that part of the airport. Right, at 3 a.m. The fuck out of here, man. So once again, it's looking like Lena, Lena Dunham may have allegedly... I have a feeling Lena Dunham might try to sue me. So I'm saying allegedly and may have. Yeah. Say it a few times. Allegedly and may have. Allegedly. Lena Dunham is allegedly a liar. She may be <laughs> making this shit up. Lena Dunham also said that she, she at one point, she wishes she had an abortion so she could understand that feeling. She, she wants the attention and that, like, it's called Munchausen's syndrome. Oh, that's what they call it. I think. We don't fact check at the Iron Rapport Serial Podcast. Damn. But then I put this rant out. Miles, please play my rant. Lena Dunham, you fucking screwball. I'm here on behalf of Odell Beckham, American Airlines, and the dog that you just sent off to the glue factory because you were too busy and easily agitated to take care of it. You created the highly successful show Girls on HBO, which should no longer be called Girls. It should be called White Girls, and it needs to be watched with an asterisk because clearly it was written by a fucking nutcase. You're clearly smelling your own musk. You're giving a bad name to every skinny jean wearing Vintage dress buying motherfucker in Williamsburg. They're done with you. Go find refuge in Austin or maybe Portland will take you. Maybe you're just not about this life. Maybe you're too much of a wackadoo to be on social media in general. Maybe you should shut it down like that other little hipster Aziz and Zari did. Maybe you guys are too fragile for this. And then after that rant came out, a Rappaport rant. Our rants are now called sucker shit rants. Yeah, yeah. Sucker shit. <laughs> um, I was blocked on Twitter by Lena Dunham. Oh, the freedom fight. I didn't fight. even follow her. Right. I didn't even follow her, but she blocked me. I got word from uh, Rapid Pack members mm-hmm. that they felt like Lena Dunham subtweeted me. I never followed you, Lena Dunham. You blocked somebody who's never been following you. But I'm <laughs> fucking paying attention to you. Yeah. You had a show that took place in Brooklyn, you fuck. It's called Girls in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. You had no black people on it until uh, Childish Gambino came on the second season and he stuffed you. Yeah. Your character. Then she put out a tweet saying, after she blocked me, I, I believe this, is, this was yeah. towards me. A lot of people said you should frame the picture of her blocking you because that's like, you should be proud of that. Yeah, hell yeah. She said, I got my MFA in defending myself to white men. Luckily, got a BA in inflated sense of self-worth. She has an MFA in defending herself only to, to white men. What's, what's MFA in my feelings? Like some sort of like a, gra- like a, like a, a degree, like an MFA. Oh, oh. So she, she got her MFA defending herself against white men. White men? Now get ready for me, you crazy fuck. Ah, Yes. Moody in the house. Yes, yes. Listen, man. Stop with all the soapbox lying and being an advocate for, I'm the, for trans this. Make your fucking movies and shut the fuck up. It's not your looks. It's not about your looks. I don't, I don't fucking care about it. I know I that I'm not yet. fucking Brad Pitt. Right. I don't, I'm not going to talk about all Everybody tax her looks. Yeah. I don't care about the looks. I have nothing against this woman, her looks. I think she's totally 
full of shit. Word. I don't support anybody dissing your looks. You want to be the fucking victim, Lena Dunham, yeah. so bad. You want to be the victim. Yeah. Yeah. You want to feel people's pain? Right. She wanted to feel, yeah. Yeah, You're she wanted a to have abortion. Nutcase. Abortion. You said you wish you knew what it was like to have an abortion. You do? Moody, you can maybe make her wish come true. <laughs> Gun Hill Road. No, I don't want no, no woman like that. Lying and shit. You said you're the voice of your generation? Your generation <laughs> doesn't want you to be the voice of you fucking whacked out. Successful show, but I think her show needs an asterisk against it because all the lying means maybe she didn't write it. Oh. The Emmy Awards for, for, for girls should have an asterisk against it. She lied about her dog. Oh, yeah. See, this is a liar. Yes. Pathological. Just lies for no reason. You, 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 you got your BFA in defending yourself? Against white men? What are you, a disenfranchised black woman? Yeah. This is a, a budding dozel. This is a nutcase. Yeah. When a black man, Odell Beckham, doesn't talk to you, you're baffled. You're confused why Odell Beckham doesn't talk to you? And then you make fun of your own body, right? She's always poking fun at her body. He looks in your eyes. He knows he sees you're a nut. I think the whole thing with Odell Beckham was made, made up. up. Yeah, yeah. In light of this uh, American Airlines I seriously bullshit. think that Lena Dunham, and I'm saying this from bottom of I think she's troubled. And I'm not saying that in any and kind of thing. I'm saying yeah. troubled with no funniness to right, it. Right, right. I think she's fucking bugged out. Because you lying for nothing now. Making up shit. Yeah. The trans. Leave them people alone. Let They can fight for themselves. They don't need you. They don't need you. They don't want you. Right. Nobody's out there saying, oh, we... They, they do it on their own. You, you see? You've anointed yourself yeah. part of these groups. No one's asking you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, next is I'm black. <laughs> um, anyway. Listen, I've talked a lot about the cats in the backyard. <laughs> They still on you, boy. Gee, you're here. A few hours ago, attest to this. Five stray black cats. One of them was half black, half white. Oh. Peering into my fucking kitchen outside the window. What? Oh. I have a little flower pot. They tore the fucking flowers in the flower pot. They tore it to shreds, these little fucks. Damn. Now, really? when I go out there with the Lysol the bug spray, the fucking water hose, and I get crunk, I'm the bad guy? This ain't Bangladesh, my man. Yeah. You got to make it an example out one of them motherfuckers. Yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't knock off the first two that drowned in the fucking pond. Yeah. But now it's fucking war. When I wake up and I see my flower pots torn into, but not by coyotes, not by wild animals, by fucking stray cats... Crews, gangs, like a fucking warriors. They're trying to mark their turf. My dog, God bless him, Wheezy, he's laying at the feet. He's undermanned back there. He can't fight a whole fucking crew. A crew of cats, man. <laughs> the Siamese, they got the Siamese motherfuckers out there. Street cats. Come on, man. Do I really want him mixing it up with these fucking street cats? No, no I don't. I want Wheezy to get it in with them. Cats are motherfuckers. I am going to step up my defense out there. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, we've chronicled our feelings for the Lebertard show. Uh, John from Long Island, the, the Cupcake King, the quote-unquote producers. Right, right. People thought I was being like, oh, you're... The quote-unquote producers, Mike Ryan Ruiz... Accused me of having herpes. You see what happened to Usher, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in Beverly Hills where the lawyers don't play. That's them old time New York motherfuckers. Yes. They're going to put, put you out to dry. Talking greasy. Yeah. I never had anyone say anything. I don't have herpes. We know what I had. Right. I got a lot of health issues. Right, right. But Michael Ryan Ruiz want to go on Twitter defamation now people post that picture all the time you got herpes you got herpes yeah. where did it come from right <laughs> one of the producers of Lepertard show right right i talk a lot of shit but i'm just a person yeah and then the other fuck roy bellamy the other producer i call him coffee maker <laughs> 
And people thought, oh, that, they're really producers. It says in their Twitter, right. producer Lebertard show. Uh, that, that, that's what it says. Producer, you're, you're, you're so proud to be a producer of the Lebertard show. Right. I got tipped off one of the quote-unquote producers of the Lebertard show, Roy Bellamy, who was caught up in the beef of 2017 with me, the gringo mandingo, that inspired the first ever 41 minutes of fire diss track podcast, a fucking thing of beauty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Even Moody was concerned, like, yo, this is getting out of hand. Yeah, I told you to cool out. But and I said what? You said fuck them. And I said, I got it. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, hold on. I got this. And then I went in the studio like Tupac. Yep. Put on that hit him up beat and hey, put you- out 41 minutes of fire. Haven't heard from him since. Yeah, you spit it. Michael Ryan Ruiz, you blocked me, you little fuck boy. Word. Talking all that shit. <laughs> Where you at? Lebatard. They're like, we're not going to say anything because there's cutoff and your fucking boss over there said something. And then this ain't a ledge. I know what's good. Yeah. I talk to the same people you talk to. Yep. Yeah, somebody on Twitter hit me to the producer, Roy Bellamy, who also, <laughs> this is a black man. He lets them call him on their Lebatard show, the black hockey guy. He's in there with all these white dudes, and they, they refer to him. He's big on hockey. They refer to him as the black hockey guy, and he's cool with that. Damn. Yo, I'm going to do this in the fashion that my man Ghostface did it. Yeah, he had to check that dude. Yo, Miles, play that Willie Hutch diss shit that G. Monetti made. Play that track. You hear this shit? I'm playing that soul shit for you down in Miami. You don't know about this fucking shit right here. <laughs> Word. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what's really Gucci with these Levitard motherfuckers. You hear that, Willie? <laughs> this is inspired by my man Ghostface. And I didn't like it because I fuck with Action Bronson. Right. But he, but he laid it down crazy. Yes, yes. This right here goes out to my man Ghostface Killer. You fucking clowns down there in Miami. You don't fuck with Ghost. You don't know about this, Willie Hutch. Yeah, you don't know about this. Dude. No, 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 no. <laughs> tell him, Willie. Roy Bellamy, this fucking clown. i never seen anybody on Twitter do this, ever. Okay. Apparently, he's married. Allegedly, apparently, he's having a baby. And this broke motherfucker <laughs> has his baby registry up on Twitter. Oh, man. These are producers? These are producers. Woo. Are you talking shit to me? Yeah. These EBT producers. Yo, Come on, man. Listen, motherfucker. <laughs> When I come out to Miami, I want my motherfucking car wash. I want an iced vanilla latte. And don't make no motherfucking eye contact. Don't even say Mr. Rapport. Shine the motherfucking car and stay the fuck out of my face. Word. You got your fucking baby registry on Twitter and you work for ESPN as a producer? Your fat fucking boss? They ain't hitting you off? You're not making money? You got your fucking baby registry on Twitter? And you work for ESPN, you got your nerve, the nerve to call yourself a producer? Are you a fu- are you getting paid? It's hard out here for a producer. It's hard <laughs> out here for a producer? Try to pop shit to me? Michael Rappaport, the gringo man dingo, you're posting pictures when I got a little cyst on my face? Like that's going to do something? You talk about my fucking career? You got a fucking baby registry yeah. on Twitter. I never seen anyone do that. Yeah, I never seen that, man. And there's some broke-ass, bum-ass Hustling motherfuckers. I never seen anybody put their wedding registry or their baby registry on Twitter. We're not giving you shit, Duke. Mike Ryan Ruiz. Yo, if you need your motherfucking August rent paid, you holler at me. <laughs> you, you slide up into my DM. I got you. Yeah. These motherfuckers might be living on the street. Miami has a huge 10 city community. Yeah. You never know. The producers might be. They might be rocking tents. They got the ESPN tents. Like, they show up at, like, the ESPN football games. They're like, yo, they, they, they steal the tents. Like, yo, I'm fucked up out here. <laughs> My wife, we getting married. We having a baby. Yo. yo, you think I would let anybody in my crew put their fucking bed? I would just do it all out of, out of respect for them. Be like, yo, do don't Don't do it, dude. Take your motherfucking baby registry down. Hold your head. You on Twitter with your baby registry? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy this fucking broke motherfucker something <laughs> out of the bottom of my heart. I'm going to go through his whole fucking registry. No, buy, buy him some A&D for the kid. A little A&D ointment. Yeah, I'm going to get him some motherfucking ointment. Yeah. A couple of baby bottles and some motherfucking onesies. Don't ever try to front on us. Try to front on me. 
at Toys R Us. He got six items noted on the nursery thing, 38 feeding items. Let me see what I should buy this broke motherfucker. <laughs> he got a munchkin fresh food feeder. I'm going to get him that. I'm a matter of fact, I'm going to get you everything on your fucking registry in yeah. the feeding section. Yeah. I'm going to get you all 38 items from Michael Rapport, you broke bum-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> Michael Ryan Ruiz, Dan Lebertard, your fucking brother. <laughs> his pops. Leave his pops alone. His pops is mad cool. Pops ain't got some fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> you got your producer. How many coffees you think this motherfucker got Poppy? And you got your shit on the fucking... Oh, word. On Twitter? Poppy should be like, yo, take it down. Take it down. Yeah. Yeah. Everything on his feeding things come from me. Because I, I see you fucked up out there. Yeah. <laughs> And send him a money all, order. All 38, all 38 items I'm buying. Yeah, and send him a money order. And if you need your motherfucking rent paid, you broke fucks, you holler at me. <laughs> Gee, I see you're wearing your Vincero Collective watch. That's right. You look good. Yes. You look like you know what time it is because you got a good watch. Yep. At Vincero Collective, a luxury watch doesn't have to cost a fortune. Vincero's years of manufacturing experience allows them to create innovative and luxurious timepieces and deliver them for a ridiculously fair price. I've been wearing my marble black face with Roman numeral numbers with a white circle interior that is attached to a beautiful Italian leather band. I get compliments all the time about this watch. A watch like this can easily retail for more than 500 bucks, but at Vincero, you can score one for a little bit more than 100 bucks. Vincero has more than 3,000 five-star reviews. 3,000 five-star reviews on the internet. The Damn. internet is a tough place. Yes. They're very judgmental. Sure. Me being one of the very judgmental people on the internet, to get 3,000 five-star reviews. That's big. Free shipping and a 24-month warranty. Seriously, you have to check them out. So whether you're heading to an important meeting Getting ready for a hot date. Vincero has the versatility you need. Impress at a glance with bold and uncompromising timepieces from Vincero. To receive 15% off your very own Vincero watch, go to VinceroCollective.com slash Rappaport. The promo code is BUTTER. Build your legacy today at VinceroCollective.com. Caitlyn Jenner, why don't you stop making public public statements now she reportedly allegedly reportedly uh, allegedly reportedly reportedly allegedly <laughs> detests Donald Trump and apologizes for wearing her MAGA hat make America great again hat nobody's listening to you, yeah, you Caitlin yeah that's it see nobody's fucking with you at all I'm over there at Yum Yums on, on, on Santa Monica Boulevard. I go there to get my coffee. <laughs> Good Yum Yums. Nobody's fucking with you up there. <laughs> That's a community for the trans community. The downtrodden. Yeah. Bout it, bout it. In the streets, in the struggle community every day. They're not fucking with you, dude. Yeah. You in Malibu talking shit. She's not at Malibu. She's at the top of the top at Malibu. Yeah, she's cooling. You voted for this motherfucker thinking you were going to change shit? Right. And now you detest him? Fuck all that. Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck all that shit. All right, coming up, we got the young shooter Dean Collins in here. Uh, but before we do that, <clears throat> Miles, please cue the sick fuck of the week music. This award is earned, not given. It's called the sick fuck of the week. This guy's really sick. Lock him up. How could you do it? Don't let him out. Damn. You fucked the dog? You what? You fucked the dog? Why would you fuck the dog? Why would you fuck your girlfriend's dog? What? Sick fuck. The sick fuck of the week. It's earned. Earned. Not given. You did... What? No. 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 Yes. Yes, yes, yes. This is the sick fuck of the week. This is an award that is earned, not given. Is an award that is earned, not given. Um, in Tennessee, a bride who packs heat, she carries a pistol. She pulled it out on her groom mm. hours after the wedding, pointed it at my man's head. <laughs> she got arrested 
The wedding's off. She pulled out the nine on him and was like, what's good? Oh, damn. On wedding, the wedding day? Hours after the fucking wedding. Sick fuck. Um, Kiki Valentine in New York City goes around on the subways. She considers herself a breastfeeding um, protester. She's in the breastfeeding movement. Oh, fuck. Did you hear about this fucking shit? Breast. Oh, she's like, fuck it. We're going to do this shit anywhere? Yeah. Her son's three, which is too old to be feeding your kid. Listen, everybody can raise their kid how they want. I'm not, I'm not, uh, not going to judge that. But when Shorty can... <laughs> if Shorty could turn on a phone and put his cartoon on, on his iPhone, you shouldn't be breastfeeding him anymore. Yeah, in public. She's out there breastfeeding. She got fat titties, right. supple titties, pretty looking girl. She's doing this to try to take away breastfeeding shaming. Nobody, you, the only person who should be embarrassed is your three-year-old. Yeah. Shorty's walking around with sneakers Jordan. on a train during the middle of the day, Jordans, sucking on his titty, no blanket, no towel, no nothing. In the middle of the train, nobody wants to see that. You're, you're fucking up the kid. Yeah, yeah. And the lady, everybody wants to have pro... Yo, none of you motherfuckers are Malcolm X. You're not Martin Luther King. You're not part of the struggle. Everything is a movement. The shoestring movement. The fucking shoestring moment. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the titty milk movement. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Shorty's starving to death, so he, he like runs over to the titty. He's three. Right. Shorty got an iPhone in one hand and a tit in his mouth in the other hand. <laughs> The breastfeed. What the fuck? Kiki man? Valentine, you're a sick fuck. Yeah. Why you want to have your breasts out on the train anyway? Just to prove a point, there's no shit. There is no shame there's in no it. There's no shame in that. I mean, I'm saying, like, but can't you do that in your crib? It, what about me if I have my fucking, if I unfolded the loaf right. on the four train, what's going to happen to me? We're going to have a loaf movement. I'm tired of people saying that I shouldn't pull out my loaf on the train. Yeah. I'm tired of that. Yeah. I kid about the cats. I would never hurt an animal. Apparently other people don't feel that way. 33-year-old man accused of beating his roommate's cat to death with a hammer in Oakland. Oh, man. The image, the imagery of that. I can't even comment on that, bro. Sick fuck of the week. Yeah. Hell yeah. On a Toronto subway, a woman was caught on video. Apparently, she's a heroin addict. I don't know why no one did anything. She was pushing the dog, kicking the dog, tried to eat, like, bite the fucking dog. <laughs> Shit. Nobody did anything. Caught on video. Sick fuck of the week. Yeah, yeah. She's doing that ooh-wee, man. That ooh-wee's a motherfucker, man. That Jerome. Maurice. Those gray skies. <laughs> I don't know who the sick fucker this is, uh, but in Montclair, California, Montclair, they were trying to serve an arrest warrant on somebody. They went into an industrial building. Over 2,000 animals, alive, many dead, found in a building. Imagine you're a cop, and you're going to give somebody an arrest warrant. It's a non-violent arrest warrant. It could be for, you know, cops do all sorts of things. It could be traffic tickets. It could be court appeal. Who knows? You go into a building and there's 2,000 animals and many of them are dead. Imagine what that smells like. Damn. I don't know what the fuck kind of party they were having over there. Right. But they need to get to the bottom of it because I need to give somebody, I need to tag somebody with the sick fuck of the week for that. Right now, it's an open warrant. Right, right. For the sick fuck of the week. <laughs> um, What can I say? We got the young shooter coming up. Me and G. Monetti. Yeah. See, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Dean Collins, listen to this funk. We'll be right back. Me and G Monetti, I know where I'm going to be. I don't know where you guys are going to be. Me and Moody are going to be at Gillette Stadium, August 20th. The official kickoff of the NFL season. I'm hosting G Monetti, Matthew Berry, Trey Wingo, Jim Brewer, and Mm. the motherfucking Gronk. Gronk. I can't wait to see the Gronk. Yo. Can't wait, bro. Yo, my feelings about the Patriots are public. Well documented. Nobody could shit on the Gronk. Yeah. Even if you can't stand the Patriots, you have to love the Gronk. It's the Dingo and the Gronk live from Foxborough. Dance with the Dingo. The promo code is Dingo 
for 15 bucks off live I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast at Foxborough. I expect the Boston Rapper Pack to be out there, the Vermont Rapper Pack, the New York Rapper Pack, the Philly Rapper Pack, and all the surrounding areas. It's going to be a fantastic day. Yep. Mock drafting, duress mock drafting, and a super-duper magnificent I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. Matthew Berry, Trey Wingo, Jim Brewer, the Gronk, me and Gmo Nady. It's going to be fantasy, but it ain't going to be all fantasy. It's going to be a great day. Yep. Foxborough, August 20th. All right, as we promised... A historical moment. It's um, the young shooter is here face to face live at the LA Gloom Tomb with me, G Moody. Last name rhymes with Tootie. Uh, you guys have never been in the same uh, podcast space together, correct? Correct. Yeah. Monumental moment. Yeah, it's biblical. This is a first time. Just like being in the same room as you guys is is it's crazy just to see because me and G have only communicated over the phone. Now, now one of the things that 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 I want to bring up. Because you do this a lot when Gerald's not here, is you yeah. sometimes go, I want to co-host, or mm-hmm. if Gerald's not around, like why don't I co-host? So why don't you discuss that right now with G Moody? I love that. I love that. <laughs> we can lay it on the table right now. So I know you like to stir the Michael likes to stir the pot and make it seem like, you know, oh well, G's not around. Why can't I co-host? Like, I don't think that's ever happened on the show where I'm like, yo, he's not here. Okay, like sneaky shit like that. I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't sneaky. It wasn't sneaky until this moment. Give me oh. an example, because you just fucking said that. I'm just telling you because I want to make sure there's no fucking weird shit. Because we've you, never been on a segment together. No. Um, for those who've never heard, because uh, we have new listeners week after week. Episode after episode, month after month, um, Dean Collins, a.k.a. The Young Shooter, he played my son on a show called The War at Home, which was canceled how many years ago, Dean? Uh, It's actually 10 years ago. And for some reason, usually when a show gets canceled, people depart and they go their their separate ways. And for some reason, Michael is just stuck with me every step of the way. Since I'm like, I'm trying to just hang out with my friends, do my thing, and... You've you've actually stopped by when I was at college at one point to I knock on my door. I never came to your fucking dorm. Yes, you did. No, not my dorm. I had a house and I was throwing a party and you knocked on the door. Yes. And it was me. And, and you looked at me like, what the fuck are I, you doing I here? was shocked because there's a house full of 21-year-old naked girls, basically. They have um, bikinis and stuff. Bikinis, right. And then Michael shows up. So? And he's like, and I, and I, what did I say? I said, can I help you? Yeah. It made me feel bad. Okay. I wasn't trying to make you feel bad. I was just like... It was just kind of weird that you were at the college. Okay. Well, I just wanted to introduce some of the new listeners sure. to, to what's going on. But G. Moody's never been with Dean Collins. Do you want to deal with this shit that you brought up behind Moody's what back? What did I bring up? Go Let's ahead, Let's move G. on. You're, you're comfortable with this? Yeah, I'm, I'm good with I, it, man. I'm not. To me, I'm not that comfortable. Just because <laughs> I feel like there's like an elephant in the room or something. Like maybe... You know, like you think that I said something. Like I didn't say it. He's trying to start some shit. Do you it's think? All good. But do you think he is trying to start shit, or have you personally heard me say some shit on nope. the podcast? Nope, I haven't. W- was there ever a moment where you were like red flag? Like I like the young shooter, but that was kind of like, <laughs> what are you doing, stepping nah, on my shit? No, nah, I know, I know, Rappaport. He starts a lot of shit. I you know that, right? Yeah. But, but so, so, so you never, you don't want to get anything off your chest, Moody. Nope. I don't have anything on my chest. You did, have anything on your chest? Nah, come on. You're trying to start some shit, Did y'all. G tell you something that I should know about? He don't need to tell me. He's the co-host. You're the one who's trying to fucking stab him in the fucking I'm back. I'm not fucking stabbing anyone in the back, all right, dude. so Shooter. Okay. What's been going on? First of all, give a shout out to my man, Portugal the Man, the dude, group. Dude, I love that you're, like, you started out because I, I, I didn't want to be the first one, but Portugal the Man, holy shit, dude. I know we've mentioned them all the time, but John... Of Portugal, the man, singer, guitarist. I, I went to their show recently. It was fucking, it sold out. People were waiting outside. These security guards. Is Portugal, the man, is yeah. our guy John in Portugal, the man, you think he's out there, Yeah, like, sort of growing as a stick man? Like, oh, right I'm now sure. would be the time. No, but John's been like, I feel like John's been in the stick man game for, like, a long time. They've been a band for a long time. They give us crazy love. Really? Okay. Shit. I mean, just... Yeah, man, growing up in high school, like, that was the band to listen to, and they were, you know, they were super indie. Now they got, like, a number one fucking hit on the radio. The show was epic. I went with Logan Lerman. I went with my brother. He hooked us up with backstage passes. Damn. It, the guy was a homie, dude, but shout out to John. They're, they're, they're on fire right now, for real. Yeah, shout out to them guys, man. Always good stuff, man. Yo, so, okay, so Shooter, it's been a little while since you've been on the show. Yeah, it's People been a have time. asked about you. 
You haven't been on the show since you moved to Barstool. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the Barstool community may or may not know you, um, which is fine. They're going to get to know you today. Okay. Uh, we chronicle some of uh, the young shooters. Um, what, dating stories? or Yeah. Like yeah. So what's been the latest? <clears throat> well, you know, it, it had been slow before last weekend. Right. Yeah, a couple nights ago. Um, you know, I basically... <laughs> this is how, like, I'm really looking for the girls right now. It's, it was slow, and I was like, all right, I'm not into, like, my head is into work and all this shit, right? Right. But lately, I'm like, I got to get back on Tell the pogo stick. Tell to the fucking stick. judge, man. We want to hear about Okay. What, yeah. No, I'm telling it. I'm telling it. So, so yeah, so I, I thought, you know, it's time to get back on the pogo stick. I, I, I find <laughs> this girl, or, or, or should I say, it's time for her, her to get on the pogo stick? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, thank you. That's uh, more like it. Thank you. Thank you. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, so... I see this girl on Tinder mm -hmm. and her Instagram is in her bio. I don't even match with this girl. Okay. I'm on a new shit where we don't even match and we start talking. I swipe my go, oh, that girl looked Wait, cute. what do you mean you don't match? Like you swipe people, right? You're like, oh, swipe, 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 swipe. You see their picture. Now this girl said, this girl says, looking for a Michael Sarah type. Okay. This is in the bio, okay? So on Tinder, you could kind of- So I'm like, mm, I kind of, like, I feel like maybe I have a Michael, Michael Sarah, Sarah is the actor the, the who lead is actor in, in Superbad, opposite Joe The Hill, nerd fuck. Arrested Development. The, I wouldn't the say kid super who, nerdy, but- Super nerdy. So but, like, you gets could, the girls. Right, he gets the girls. Like, on that nerd that. shit. He, he's sort of like the young hipster nerd. Yeah, back when. But anyway, that aside, I see looking for a Michael good Sarah actor. type. Very, really good I actor. I agree, I agree. Unique actor. Agree. Looking for a Michael Sarah type with her Instagram yeah. handle. So I go to Instagram because yeah. we're not matching on there. Yeah. I messaged her and I said, I follow her. I hit her with a follow. I hit her with a like on her latest pic. And then she messages me from the Portugal The Man show. She saw a video I posted and she said, super jealous. And so I respond and I said, are you still accepting Michael Sarah types applications? Ooh. And, she said, and she said, yes, I am. And I said, okay, great. This and I start spitting my game, you know, whatever game I have. If and what any. were you kicking? And I was kicking some shit to her just like, oh, you know, we should hang out, this and that. And she started getting kind of weird on there. So then she's like, Do you now check this out. You guys are going to trip over this. So I go, <laughs> so I go, what do you, she goes, I don't know if I can hang out on Friday because I might get called into work. So I said, all right, where do you work? Yeah. She goes, she goes, you don't want to know. So I'm going, oh shit. That's red flag. This is, this is one. That's, okay? that's red flag off the top. Okay, now but let me give you a red flag before that. I'm going to give you the username of what this, who this girl is to give you an idea of who she is, but her username is Daddy Issues. Yeah. Okay? Okay. So it's along the lines of Daddy Issues. Swipe. Okay, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, could deal with I could deal with crazy. I like crazy, but a, a right amount of crazy. Nothing... <laughs> Too much. So I start, I start saying, she goes, she said, oh, you don't want to know what I do for work. I said, I kind of want to know yeah. now. And she's yeah. like, she yeah, goes, I do. she goes, I'm not a stripper or anything. Yeah. If that's what you're thinking, I'm going, okay. okay. That was kind of the first thing. Right. What do you uh -huh. do? Don't, you're like. That's just my voice. I know, but you're saying it like yeah. while I'm saying. Like what? You're doing it now. What? You're going. Uh, uh, no. And then you can hear the sniff over the mic. No. Like, what do you do? Did you ask her? So yeah, I asked okay, her. Okay, what did you say? So I asked her, what did you do? And she said. The, the offer came to me. I didn't choose. I go, what do you do? I just want to know what you do. She goes, I'm an aftermath cleaner. So the I'm thinking, that that's mean? what I thought. What does that mean? I look it up. She cleans the blood off of the crime scenes of dead bodies and shit. So I'm like, oh shit. So I said, are you trying to murder Doc and chill? <laughs> <laughs> so she, oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. No, for real. So that was your follow-up line? I said, oh shit. See, this I, is why we have a good team. I said, now I got it. <laughs> now I said, now I got to meet you. And she goes, oh, do you ever do phone calls? I said, I can't tell if you're messing with me, but I do phone calls. So I go to the Roosevelt one night. Do I'm you drunk. Ever, we're not going to just skip over that. That's a fucking murder doc and, and chill. chill. I'm trying Boom. to find my murder doc That's and chill soulmate, brother. Murder doc. Mur murder doc and chill soulmate, bro. That's what I'm looking for. Murder doc and chill. I, th I think yeah. I want to hear the people that are listening to this podcast. Tweet me or Instagram me if you think murder doc and chill yeah. Should be a t-shirt. We'll because, have that puppy out in a couple yeah, of days. Yeah, because forget Netflix. Is HBO's got the jinx. We have, you know, making a murder of Right. There. It's like, it's just all Murder platforms. Doc and Chill should be a dope t-shirt. Okay. You're getting anyway, no percentage of that, though. That sounds <laughs> fucked up. Like, why would... What do you mean? I'm I get no you, percentage of that. Everything that you say on the Iron Rapport... Is owned by is, you and Barstool? my rights. I own it. Murder Doc and Chill t-shirts. I think people are going to want Murder Doc and Yo, Chill. Yo, don't fucking make me, like cut the mic and just walk out and go home and all that shit. It's you're already up in the air. My, 
Whatever, man. Gee, anyway. we're about to cake off. Gee, we're about to take yeah, off. Man. I'm, I'm right here, dude. No, we're about to cake off. Nah, you're not gonna shit on him like that. Yo, cake off. Yo, butter soft murder doc and chill t-shirt. I still don't even have to suck a shit. To I just want to get. Hold on, I want to put that on the mic really quick. Ever since I'm not gonna go there, but I, I'll just say this: I don't have a suck a shit t-shirt. I haven't gotten any new t-shirts from you guys. It's like you kind of kick me to the curb. Everyone says, "Where's Dean? Why is he on the podcast?" I just want to set the record straight. Talk I have some not. Shit. Been, I'm not trying to talk shit. Talk I'm shit. Just keeping it honest. I have rough, not gotten invited motherfucker, to the I've podcast a, since once. June 28th. I've, I've had a fucked up voice. I've heard it all. Everyone knows, dude. But you're still <laughs> flying to fucking here and there and butt fuck here and butt fuck there to go see everyone and to fucking use your voice. And I can't get a phone call back. It's all good. I'm happy to be seeing you here, dude. <laughs> I respect you. I love what you're doing. I love that the social media is growing. But just, just want you to remember your roots, my dude. Okay, go ahead, man. Anyways, so I call her outside of the Roosevelt. We're on the phone for 45 minutes. I'm in autopilot because I got my Milagro tequila in my system. Yes, sir. I'm going a little crazy. We start talking. She starts getting offended with me on the phone all of a sudden. And so she starts hanging up on me. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. This is like, maybe I just cut this cut this out completely. So, huh? I- Motherfucker, stay focused, man. I'll cut this whole fucking story out of the episode. She said, she said well, look, you know, I lost interest. The next day I text her and she, she was like, I lost interest. And I said, I was like, I'm confused. She goes, don't worry about it. I wish you the best. Just, you know, bye. Thanks anyway. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, we got to chill. And she goes, I said, we still got to chill. She goes, we're not now. And I said, why? She said, first of all, the not talking thing made me lose interest. And I said, but it's been a day. We spoke, <laughs> we spoke yesterday. I said, I'm working on a project right now. It's, it's been crazy. But if you aren't interested, all good. You already know that you're dealing with a fucking nutcase. She case, goes, when right? I talked to you on the phone, I really liked you. And now I can't be talking anymore. And she sent me a booty pic. And she was really- How was the booty? Great. 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 Okay. Great. He's moving up. Thank you, man. I'm just, I, I, I take after you guys. Like, I, I mean, you guys have been in the game for so long. Like, Michael, we are exactly 20 years apart. Yeah. Not on the day, but 20 years apart, 1970. I believe your birthday is March 20th, 1970. Yeah. On May 30th, 1990. So so you've been around longer. You guys have both been around and and I've heard the crazy fucking stories. Like I know G was with you during Beautiful Girl set. Like he came yeah. out to visit you and like that was, that a was a, going like on. I see it in your eyes. Like that was a crazy time for you both. That was that was pretty nuts. Yeah. Right, so that, I just want to say like I'm just that, trying that, to that was like the time when people say, you know, like they like that was like the time like Minnesota what was that, 96? Six, five, yeah. Wow. Yo, shout out to the Glam Slam. Yeah. And that's before like Twitter and yeah. all the bullshit. Too. Minneapolis, good city. Shout out to Glam Slam. Glam Slam. Is, would, is that like the craziest shit that you guys got into? Would you say Minneapolis? It wasn't crazy. It wasn't like stories. It was just volume. Yeah. Every, every night. It was just working. Like every night was just like it was every happening. Night. NBA stars, who uh, J.R. Ryder we was hanging out with. Because the club was the only club in town, so anybody who came to the NBA, there. they can't, we'd be like, oh, the Sacramento, the Sacramento Kings are in the club. Yeah. So or when you the leave mid- the town, it's like a fucking ghost town. It was Prince's Club. Oh, shit. Well, there you go. Start with that. Yeah. We had a good time. Okay. All right. So let's stay focused on your story. Absolutely. So anyway, I've started, I, I sort of cut it with this girl. I, I, the biggest mistake, I'll end with this. She said, where at? Where do you want to meet? And I mm-hmm. said, I gave her my address. Well, I didn't give her my shows apartment up with a number. Fucking butcher knife. I didn't give her my apartment number. But oh. anyway, that's that. Um, things have been good, man. I don't know what else there is. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, other girls have been good. That's for another time. But, and I'm working, dude. I'm doing a lot of work right now. Doing Can you say of, where you're working? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be working. I'm directing and editing and developing a seven-episode uh, uh, docu-series for Playboy. Playboy Network for Playboy, yes, Playboy subscription based for not. It will be digital. Now they always have the Midsummer Nights, yes, and I've never been there. Okay, I was first you know actually why invited there by the Stern Show people twenty something years ago, and I, and I blew go them then. off. Okay, blew them off. Let's let's just rewind to last year because blew that motherfucker Gary off then, right? And I'll fucking stomp his ass. Well, sounds like you zip, lost now. Zip time, fuck him, and cook him. Cook him. Yeah, yeah, I thought maybe the stuff it's a, would it's get a in there. Three, it's a three-part thing. There, you, zip, you zip tie them, fuck them, and then cook them. One of the great lines of last week's emergency podcast is, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, I fuck you in the ass. That's, uh, that's our line that it will go down in infamy. It okay. started the emergency podcast last week, and a lot of people on Twitter they have responded took, to it. 
Fool me once, shame, shame on, on you. you. Fool, Fool me, me twice, twice, I, I fuck, fuck you in the ass. ass. <laughs> okay, that's cool, man. No, I get that, and it that's sounds better. One. I yeah. like that one. It flows better than like how Bush said it. <laughs> Did he say that? He said, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, well, can't fool me again. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. It doesn't work like yo, that. Yo, you could use that George Dub. Thanks, man. Not you, George W. Bush. Like, yo, you, when you get back up there, yeah. quote me. Yeah, I'll be taking that, that okay. line. Um, anything else, Shooter? So the Playboy Network, Playboy Channel. Yeah, just doing a lot of freelance shit. Midsummer's Night. Uh, uh. So just to discuss that, the Midsummer Night Dream Party, Michael, uh, to everyone listening, was actually invited <clears throat> this time last year. Yeah. I got Michael a plus one because yeah. I've been you know, fortunate enough to uh, have like- You have connections. Not even connections. Like These are my friends or whatever, and I've, I've grown up and yeah. whatever there. You grew and up you, hanging out at the, yes, at the Playboy I, when you were like a little kid. Yes, little kid. And so you wanted to go. You expressed interest. That's a interest. whole episode in itself. Yeah, we should, we we could talk about that another time. But uh, yeah, we're not talking about it. But last today. year, Hold I on. got you a plus you don't, one. You don't say to me, "Oh, we could talk about it another time." I'm telling I'm you, we're you, not talking about it today. I, I know we're not talking about it today. Uh, I, I probably won't like, oh, see you. We could for... talk about it another time. Like I wasn't giving you Good an man. opening to bring it up today, motherfucker. I hope you call me in six months when I'm on the podcast next. Okay, and we talk go about ahead. It. Stay okay, focused. So, um, anyway, you were invited last year. That was like kind of my way of showing you the mountaintop. Yep. And uh, I'm calling Michael like over and over and over. It's all these fucking scantily clad ladies, just yep. dr- like fucking dressed to the nines. It's a They're rite not dressed of passage. At all. It you're is. in LA to go to that. Exactly. The zoo's kicking off. The fucking it's not grotto's the Jack popping. Nicholson days, but it's kind of like just like a party you want to go to. Absolutely. Can me and Moody go this year? I'm not going to be there. So to oh, be so, honest, so, ho 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 ho. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. I mean, the. I mean, I could. I could. My I man. Could, my man. My man. My man Moody's in LA. To be honest with you, I would actually, I could probably get Moody in. I don't know if I can get you in because I'm, and I'm not trying to make a joke right now. Michael, last year, I got him a ticket with me. I'm calling him over and over. And Cooper, who's putting on the whole event, is saying, Where's Michael? I got him on the list. It was not easy to do that. I was like, This big guest. He called me. They don't me, give a fuck about Michael, Clooney and them. They've already been there. Rappaport is yet to enter. Okay. The grotto. Right. No one's asked They're about asking. where you were yet, except for Cooper. Who you want Toby McGuire to be no, fucking running around in the fucking pair Do of you? pajamas? Or me, Mike, rapping a fucking onesie you, at your party? I, you, I was really looking yeah. forward to bringing you as my plus one. Yeah. Oh, no, we're going to have Toby McGuire walking around in some silk pajamas or okay. Rappaport's fucking running around in like a lunatic in a onesie. Okay. That's then, the fucking okay. party. Right. But then what? that's what I thought the party was going to be. And then you called me a what? 1 a.m. or the next morning, and he said, "Hey, man, I'm I'm know. so sorry about last night. I, I fell asleep on my couch in the pajamas. Yep, here, new house. This was after I moved. Bro, that's like you should you should be embarrassed about that. Right. You should feel like a little bit of shame about that, just because like you had your shot. You that's what I'm saying. Moody could come. Podcast would would have blew <laughs> that I think, opportunity. I think, I think the fans listening are probably like." You're a fucking idiot. Okay. Sorry, I don't mean to like be disrespectful on your show, but I'm just okay. saying like. You don't get every day to get the, the invite to the Midsummer's party. You you blew your chance of that. Maybe Moody right. will come this year. Okay. Um, Shooter? I do, lo- I do love you guys, episode. Yes, yes. Live and direct with the young shooter. Thank you, Live guys. Live and direct with the young shooter from the gloom tomb of Los Angeles, California. Dean Collins at Dean Collins. At Let's Dean go Collins. out on a little Pacific the band. Oh, thanks, man. All right. Well, uh, stay tuned. Cool. Brand new Buttersoft I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast t-shirts are available at storebarstoolsports.com, including the brand new Sucker Shit t-shirt that's sweeping the nation. For sure. Everybody loves them. They're now at store.barstoolsports.com. They will never, ever not be Buttersoft. They're Buttersoft at barstoolsports.com, store.barstoolsports.com. Get that sucker shit t-shirt. Cop you one. Stay off that sucker shit. Yes, please. <laughs> All right, we're done. That's it, man. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Fucking banger episode. Another one. Play that Willie. Take us out on that Willie again. Yes. That's our official disc music of the I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. <laughs> you talk greasy, you get that Willie Hutch. Yeah. August 20th, Gillette Stadium. Check out my new show, Atypical. I like it. It's a good show. Big three. This book has balls. This book has balls.com pre-order. G Monetti going for the tree Pete. Yes. 
I am Rapport Stereo Podcast, Willie Hutch. The Dust Brothers, best producers in the business. Shout out to Portugal, the man. Yep. Killing it. Giving us all the love, all the respect. Keep doing your thing. I'm glad to see you killing it. Torn, me and Monetti going to come see you guys perform. For sure. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast, live from the Gloom Tomb. We out. Peace. Peace.